0: ready check radio what's up internet i missed that music i missed that music but it's playing now. That means it's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and it's time here on Ready Check Radio for the Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy 14 Square NX podcast. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, as always, and welcome, welcome, welcome back. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. we got a great show for you today. Whether you end up joining us live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, or you're listening on Spotify or YouTube, Take a moment, head on over to readycheckradio.com. All the socials are in the upper right-hand corner. You can click on those bad boys and support us by following us on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all those good things. iTunes and Spotify now. Yeah, yeah. Before we went out for the holidays. all the Got, things- off, got off my lazy ass and finished the iTunes integration. So we're done there. We're done there. Next up, Audible. Uh, however, uh, I'll let you know when that is. Still working <clears throat> on some things for that one, so. But yeah, we appreciate it. If you could go like, follow, support, all that stuff. It's free. Take a minute. Comment. Feed the algorithms. Tell your friends. We have a lot of fun doing this, but if uh, nobody's listening, then we could just do this on the phone with my buddies here, (laughs) Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a.
1: Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. Happy New Year's to everyone. Now, fighting the weather. Got two feet of snow. Fighting the corona back. You know, trying to push that back. And looking on the Lodestone, I can't find where they posted about this Konami, you know, crossover that we have. Crazy. It's, it's awesome, but it's crazy. We didn't have any announcement. Wait, what? 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 Yeah. What are you talking we'll about? We'll get into it.
0: This Konami crossover. Hmm. <laughs> See, now I'm a little confused. You said Corona. So are you feeling under the weather?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I got the... COVID-alicious, so... Yeah, see, it's... I
0: misunderstood. You sent me a Discord message yesterday, and I thought mm-hmm. you told me that you had my Sharona. I just glanced at it. I just... My... I just... Can you I just, the new year out like that? I just glanced at it, and I was like, well, all right. My, my, my yeah. Sharona. <laughs> all right, Tarkat's got my Sharona. I don't know what the hell's up with that guy. I'm busy. I can't, I can't type this back right
1: now. Well, obviously, we hope you, you feel better. You feel better. Um, yeah, no, you know, some... got the vax, so, you know, it's it's yeah. not as bad as it could be. I'm sure it's Omicron, which is mild. Yeah, but go get fucking you know, right vaccinated, it, right in the back.
0: Don't be stupid. Go get vaccinated. Also on the line, Mr. Adam Lane, the Kronos himself. The Kron- <laughs> Kron- Kronos? <laughs> uh, no, don't do that. That was named before that existed. Coronos four one one baby. It's the next strain. It's the next
2: strain. <laughs> no, 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 Don't do that.
0: How were your holidays, my friend? Happy New Year.
2: They were good. Yeah, yeah. I got to read the new year did some raids, so yeah, a lot of fun. And my, and my Christmas was good. So yeah, did you get awesome. everything
0: you wanted from Santa? I see a nice, sexy poster in the back there. That's
2: that- uh, my mom gave me two posters. Actually, there's an in-game one. And if you look to the other side, there's a Civil War one too. I'm gonna hang him up at some point.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. So, Any other cool gifts? Any other gaming related gifts or Final Fantasy not,
2: stuff? Not really. I just got to hang out with my twin nieces and give them gifts. So that was probably the best part to be honest.
0: I got a shit ton of Star Wars stuff. Uh nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was my my mainly my brother. Uh, my brother Lou, who you've seen on this channel or heard on this channel, who (laughs) was like, I don't understand. Your wife and kids say you're hard to shop for. I kept finding things I knew you were going to want. I was like, you don't need to get me anything. And he was like, oh no, you don't need any of this shit. (laughs) He was like, but (laughs) but you're going to get it. Then I also got, you may notice behind me here, a new uh, DX racer chair uh, in Ready Check Radio's colors. It was time time to retire the other one. Uh, Although uh, Torchwick is using it for a little while, so. But now we uh, we got the red and black. God, my headphone cable. Anyway, <laughs> we got the <laughs> red and black uh, DX Racer chair. So yeah, all in all, good, good, uh, good Christmas. Good Christmas. Good New Year's. It's good to be back though. It's always nice to have a little time off. Like you don't you don't have to rush, and you're like, all right, we don't have the podcast tonight. You know, I can just maybe play some Final Fantasy or you know, play some other game because the cues are annoying and, you know, yeah, it's always nice, but I don't know about you. I always like coming back and Kronos, you kind of already teed it up for us. So I guess we'll start with the biggest piece of Final Fantasy 14 news to happen in the last 14 days. Uh, and that is of course the pandemonium raid, the eight person raid, the first four Just as always, right? All of you Final Fantasy XIV players, you don't need us to describe this for you, but for those of you that are maybe newer to the game, this is kind of the way our raids are introduced in four waves or cycles or fights or whatever, however they word it, you know, turns, four turns uh, of (laughs) Bahamut back in the day. So we've got the first four wings of (laughs) the Pandemonium raid uh, open. There may be story, story spoilers here discussed. It's not incredibly in-depth as far as, uh, A, what we've seen so far, and B, its implication in the main story. I don't think... I know, Kronos, you kind of said in, in a tweet or on Facebook, I don't remember which, that you kind of had an idea of where they're going with this story. I feel like if you look back in Shadowbringers, Eden was was a lot more pertinent to the main story quest than I think pandemonium is going to end up being. And that may just be a byproduct of 6.0 being the end of the and Zodiac story. But of course, pandemonium is going to continue through dot X a couple of patches.
2: Yeah. I think though, it is a little obvious that there's going to be some Asian stuff here. Well, I mean, before they were Asians, right? Like, um, yeah, mean, it,
0: it's in Elpis. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean I have a good idea of like where they're going to go with stuff. Like I think I have a good idea like his mom like what his mom might end up being. Um cuz you know we're following Eric. I'm just going to call him Eric. His name is Eric. Yeah,
0: yeah that's right.
2: Very- and um and I and I think i am kind of curious to see like where Habre comes into play if I I have a strange feeling. I, I don't know, it's really weird that like a Themis wears a white robe. But we'll see. I mean, I don't know. It's it's you know it might be it could be Alitabus it's possible because it you know we don't know his real name
1: like Alitabus <sighs> before he joins the convocation yeah. yeah yeah maybe
2: so I mean white robes don't seem to be very common I, I I don't know that that's just kind of where my head was at it could be completely wrong
0: yeah so who else have uh, we seen in white robes I mean obviously we saw you nah, know. Yeah, who later becomes, you know, Heidelin, uh mm-hmm. in white, but who else have we seen? Like, am I missing somebody off the top of my head? I think just, that's just
2: Oidibus like, and Vida, I think.
0: Elidibus, yeah, yeah. Huh.
2: So
0: we shall see. These and, ones and are he circles. Also, first circle, second circle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the other the other the thing circles too, of hell.
1: Is, you know, um, you want to interpret that? Yeah, he
2: yeah. uh he, he repeats himself a lot too. Olydibus does yeah. that in like his text, and Themis also does that. So yeah, that's kind of like, I could be like overthinking it though, but that's kind of where my head's at.
1: That, I, I kind of don't lean that way because at the end of Warrior of Light, it kind of seemed like he was more of a child in that function. And uh, I think Themis is a little bit too old to fit that. Maybe a little retcon, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting so far.
0: Yeah, yeah and we had we had Savage come out too just a couple of days ago. We'll get to that more specifically in a moment, but uh let's let's talk about the experience, right? Uh the first circle, you you're going to call him just Eric. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh but Eric Thonios is the the first boss. Uh what do you guys think? I I we're just talking about normal at the moment? Yeah, just normal at the moment, because that's the piece of content that most viewers are going to be familiar with, and we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. break into Savage in, in a few minutes, because some of us may have cleared it, some of us may have taken attempts at a few circles and, and aren't, aren't quite through all four, But and we'll get a status check on that in a second. The World First race is over. Uh, it yeah. was over less than 24 hours before it began. We'll also get to that. But as far as the content goes, like, uh, mm, I... I wasn't disappointed. I, it would be unfair to say I was disappointed. I enjoyed the fights. I thought some of them were better than others, and that's gonna always be the case. Like you'll have your favorites and everything, but I just feel like Eden started a little stronger, uh, as far as interesting fights. Uh, setting the narrative aside, I'm I think I'm gonna enjoy this narrative more than Eden just because I do enjoy the Asians and and the 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 gameplay there uh, through the convocation and the narrative and stuff like that there. Then I was really invested in Eden. I did enjoy Eden, but th- I think I'm gonna like this narrative better. But from a fight standpoint, like th- this first fight was a lot of, "Hey, do you know your left from light, right, and can you see <laughs> when somebody is swinging a big ass chain? Okay, cool, awesome, great job. Do you know your opposites? Okay, cool. You'll be fine. Uh, so I can- the first circle just kind of. All right, if you're using it to kind of just get people into what you're gonna do, uh, okay. But I I feel like for those of us that have been here for a while, this one was pretty, like I didn't wipe. I didn't watch a guide, but first time in, duty finder, it wasn't even with friends. We one shot at it, just done, done. And I know that the normal content's always gonna be easier, right? It's not tuned to beat the hell out of you. But I just look back at like Eden and, and some of the older ones, and it was like there were a few wipes in there. <laughs> there there wasn't here, I think, until the Phoenix, sir, uh, third circle. Third circle was the first time I had a Duty
1: Finder group wipe. What what do you what are you guys thinking so far? I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a decent intro into an expansion. Um, that's kind of how I view it. You know, introing, you know, difficulty, and then ramping up. And I think, um, and we'll bring this up with Savage that I feel the difficulty does ramp up and starts in a good place to get your feet wet and get into some raiding content and hopefully with the more people we get some more Savage Raiders with this too but I think it was a good starting point I liked it
0: I think what was weird I agree with you it does ramp but it ramps and then falls off like I think Phoenix is uh yeah. is harder than than, than, that. than uh, Hesperos who is I'll, the fourth I'll give that. I thought the Phoenix fight uh, re- it reuses some mechanics from uh, earlier raids, uh, mm-hmm. just kind of in a, l- a little bit of a different way. Uh, but, Kronos, I don't know about you. I felt like it did ramp. It was like one was you know easier than two, which was easier than three, and then four. Very cool fight. I mean, he looks like Dracula from Castlevania. Yeah. and <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> like like that is. I want that to be my character. <laughs> I want to, you It'll know, be in the cash shop. Fantasia myself the into yeah, the, the into the right race and vampire teeth and all. Uh, Hesperos looking like Dracula, and I really thought like the cape stuff was creative with that fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked that 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 whole style of. Just uh, the visual cosmetics of it. New of, of presentation fight going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The presentation of the fight I thought was really cool, but mechanically I thought it was a lot easier than uh, Phoenix was, particularly with a, a Duty Finder group. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah I, I can see that. I, I guess it's really because Phoenix like just stacks you with volms. Like you're yeah, you're eventually gonna over. die. Yeah. Keep up. But Hesperos like he'll kill you. Like he like if you fail a mechanic, you're probably just dead. Yeah. Um, which I guess is, it's a little different, but like you said, like maybe mechanically, you don't, you don't have to be as fast with Phoenix. You got to be pretty quick on some of the mechanics or you're going to eat a bomb. Uh, so melees, I'm sure. And t- tanks, I've seen a lot of melees and tanks eating a yeah, lot of bombs it, Phoenix,
0: unlike Eric, if you're looking, if you're not paying attention to left and right, you, you forget it. You're not making it out of it.
2: Yeah, some Final fantasy players have trouble with left and right. I'm yeah, you know, it.
0: Eric, you have good eight to ten seconds of him swinging that big ass chain on the left hand yeah, side you... to know to get away from <laughs> left hand side. Phoenix is just like, we're going left, and we went left. Boom! You're, you know, you're hit if you if you aren't watching.
2: Yeah, er- Eric is a uh, like like Tark said. I think it's a good entry. It's it's he's a training dummy fight, right? Like yeah, yeah, for a seasoned is. player, Absolutely. you know, you, you, like you said, you just go left, right. You know, stand on this color, stand on that color, hit the ball. So it's more like for newer players, I feel like. To learn to do a fight and do their rotation at the same time, so it's kind of nice to like have that, and and it did make me a little worried for the savage, but we'll talk about that in a second. But so, but that's I, kind
0: I, of my concern. This isn't <clears throat> the first raid to the game, you know. This isn't yeah, Binding but, Coil but got, of y- Bahamas. But you have new people though, right? Like you have right. people coming in, right? But do you create yeah, I, your end game raid content catered to your I, newer crowd at the expense of the? It's not like Final Fantasy was this small niche MMORPG that all of a sudden, six, eight years in, exploded for no reason. It has always been big. Your new influx of players is great, fantastic, except for the queues, but it's fantastic for your game. But you had hundreds of thousands of active players and millions of accounts prior to that. Do you really build raids the kickoff so, raids in your expansion I, to cater I, a little more towards
1: the newer players. I, I don't think so. I don't think you should at least. I, well, uh, and that's where I think that the, having a normal mode separate from Savage benefits this, you know, you, you have that starting off point and we have all these new people that this is going to be their first raids situation. So having normal is a benefit in this regard to bring these people along a little bit, you know, smoothly and for those that have been playing know what Savage is about they've been getting that difficulty and I've been seeing on Twitter you know one of the best raid tiers that they've had Um, and apparently the difficulty just goes up and up and up And, and I feel this first one's uh, first savage is is pretty good actually. I yeah. I really like the difficulty, and,
0: and no doubt I'm not advocating for normal to be you know barrier hard. That is not what I'm advocating here for either. <clears throat> I but literally, uh, Prismine's saying that they they wiped on second circle because of the heads and water mechanics. I could see that. You know maybe my group just happened to get lucky sure. the first time. The heads mechanic, I I actually really don't like the way that that's implemented,
1: and I imagine yeah, uh, it's yeah. It, it, again it's all about presentation where the you know the fourth yeah. one the presentation was good where the head and body mechanic you're just kind of what what's going on uh, oh okay now now i get it yeah you really end up having to, to, to look at the that targeting
0: circles but the targeting circles yeah. changed colors and aren't really nice colors for being able to visually see that facing arrow quickly in some cases which yeah. is which is exacerbated a bit on savage by the way uh, because you have less time to react to that mechanic <laughs> Uh, mm. so I, that's not ideal for me so I, all in all I yes I, I do enjoy it Kronos I just I don't know I felt like it was easier than past normal raid tiers and I don't know if I really like that one you have an established audience and two the big audience that you brought on is a lot of MMO veterans from other games that's, that's you know true. we didn't pick up a bunch of people that have never touched MMOs in their life We picked up a lot of MMO vets whether they're Raiders or not you know who knows set them set that aside
2: yeah it's just this is their formula right yeah and it is this game for better or for worse is very formulaic um, and We're so we'll talk about
0: that in a second too because a uh, lot of yeah. a lot of wow people are getting to the point now where they've caught up to the formula yeah. and are maybe and thinking are it. this isn't this isn't great this isn't great yeah, so, yeah we'll... so
2: i think if you go back right like like gordius for example um it's kind of an anomaly and i think they started really figuring it out in creator at the end of that expansion and since stormblood <laughs> this has kind of been their formula where it's like the first raid tier is always going to be slightly easier just to try to get people into like get their feet wet because right I mean there there are a lot of people in this game that just go through the story yeah. or like maybe they started at the end of Shadowbringers and they didn't do any of the raids and but now they've they've done this with everybody, because a lot of people wanted to have that experience of like doing the expansion as everybody was doing it and they've never done raids. So this is like to get their feet wet, I guess. I, I, I do agree with you to an extent. Like he, he I mean, it's basically like do you know how like can you like touch your toes? Yeah. You know? Like that's <laughs> like the first fight. Yeah. <laughs> um but, you know, I mean, sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I like dubby fights because I could just like. Do you have a red circle
0: or a blue circle? And do you yeah. know where the other color is on the map?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, but but that is, that's just always been their formula. And I'm sure the next set will be harder.
0: I really, uh, difficulty aside, Hesperos is my favorite fight.
2: He's really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and like the music. I, I, I oh, my think, God. The music. Oh, the music. Like, what the hell is this?
0: Phenomenal. And it's like. I, I'm actually kind of kind of digging it. I mean, first yeah, off, I, you got me with the character design. I was like, yep, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yep. Let's do this. Yeah, was, Let's do this. I was worried, right? Because we knew, like, I
2: feel like a lot of the nostalgia grab stuff is a bit gone. So that all this stuff's going to be new, right? Like, these bosses are just yeah. in 14. Um, so I was kind of worried about that because I feel like a lot of people enjoy the raids ba- based on nostalgia. And I thought it's really good. The fights are a lot of fun. And for me, when I go in, I try to think about it. Like, okay, what are they going to change in Savage? Hmm. And so I was really excited about two specifically because the arena is so different, um, and I was worried about one. I was worried about three too, but for different reasons, more like yeah. PTSD type stuff. And then um, I'm excited to do four, four, as well. So,
0: so let's talk about that then, Savage. Uh, where is where is everybody? I, I am not rating with a static, uh, so yeah. Don't look for my progression to be with, with on par with with you guys. Uh, so Kronos we'll start with you are all four done are you still progging uh, a circle where are you at
2: so we've been in for about five hours now I think uh, we've killed the first two fights and we're about 50% of the way through Phoenix
0: That's Oh, I'm, and by way. the way we're just calling that Phoenix Phoenix <laughs> no, Phoenix yeah. no no, Wait, no. Oh, Phoenix right. is Oinks. stupid Oinks. it's Oinks. Phoenix <laughs> it's Phoenix even in Happy's original guy oh, yeah. he's like yeah it's Phoenix <laughs> So you're, uh, anyways, excuse me, third circle. Yep, third Uh, circle right now. Uh, Tark, what about you? Has your guild had a chance to, or your free company had a chance to get in there at all yet? Is that a only weekends thing for you? I don't quite remember your schedule, and and it'll be coming up this weekend. Where are you?
1: Yeah, we, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Sundays uh, over at Tarkoth Gaming, uh, here on Twitch. Jesus, Um, the dude (laughs) plugs for days. He plugs for days. Uh, and, We are still banging our heads on the first one. Um, You know, I wanted to assert my, you know, opinion, but with Corona, I was like, just guys make a decision and I'll just go with you, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) So I'm just trying to heal and not F things up while, you know, fighting
0: this ugliness. I got (laughs) 103 fever. I'll cure the (laughs) shit out of you. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. Uh, We do have World uh, First confirmed. Yoshi P tweeting out this lovely image congratulating uh, Thoughts Per Second uh, for achieving World First. We have First, Second, and Third all clocking in in less than 24 hours. The The Savage raids did not even make it 24 hours. So a couple of notes on the Savage World First race here. Thoughts Per Second takes it. Uh, Frosty, if you watch Frosty's content, Frosty and team over there doing the, all, all the streaming and everything, they raised over $28,000. That includes the stream revenue that they made. They throw their own stream revenue onto the donations. They nice. raised $28,000 plus for extra life for kids. So huge kudos to uh, Frosty and team. We love you. We love you. We love you. We're big fans. Help the kids. Uh, and that is absolutely uh, incredible and no you cannot get this sweatshirt well you, you can't get the the real sweatshirt anymore lots of people uh, uh, in the tweets were asking where can they get the King Chocobo sweatshirt that was a Square Enix thing couple years back on the store it's not even on the store anymore let alone on the store and unavailable you can get knockoffs you can get knockoffs the knockoffs I've seen actually most of them print the thing on the back not the chest so But yeah, so if you were looking for that awesome sweatshirt, that awesome hoodie, you cannot get that anymore. Sad face. Yeah, were you surprised that it took less than 24 hours, Kronos? I'm gonna admit I wasn't. I wasn't because Uh, playing through the normal and then just starting with the Savage, yeah, the Savage was going to be harder, but I didn't expect it to be so exponentially harder in this first round of Pandemonium that it would take longer than 24 hours. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised when any segment of a Final Fantasy Raid Savage goes beyond the 48 hour mark anymore, because the teams that are competing for those world firsts are just so tuned, so good, so just they have it all down uh, that it really takes serious mistakes before you know if if, if something's going to go longer than 48 hours. So, I wasn't surprised. But I like seeing when the content got, does go three, four, or five days, even though it very rarely does.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm on the other side of the all on that one, to be fair. But yeah, I mean, this is again formulaic, right? Titan died about the same amount of time. This right. took a little longer than Titan, not very much longer. Uh, and then I think Shiva took a little, like over, uh, almost two days. Almost like not two days, quite. Yeah. I think it was like 36 <laughs> or something. Um, and then I want to say. Twelve was about the same, so it'll it'll ramp up again, right? Like this is not anything that hasn't happened before. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you want to even go back to Stormblood, like it was killed even faster than this. So, yeah, I mean, this is just how it how it works, right? I, I didn't expect this to take. I I thought it would actually probably be dead before it was, Uh but I think the last fight is a is a toughie. So, and the third fight is kind of tough too. Like I was saying before, we went on live with, with Tark. This is the first time I feel like in a while as a Savage tier where the difficulty has actually ramped up. There's always been kind of like a little bit of like a bell, right? Where, you know, you had uh, you had like E1 and then you had like E2 and then you had like Leviathan and then you had Titan. And then if you want to even go to like the like Verse, Verse is really weird because you had like Ramu and then E2 and then E3 or E7 is like way down here. Birds is like one of the easiest fights I've ever seen. And then you know, <laughs> yeah. Shiva is like one of the harder Savage fights. So this is the first time where I feel like they finally got the difficulty curve right, which is actually good, I think, for newer groups as well. So it, it's a really good tier. It's a lot of fun at least so far. I just want to go back in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've, uh, I, I'm, it's a raid. I, I guess this is the best compliment I can give it, right, Tark? It is a raid that I'm not going to mind taking my alts into normal to go grab some gear real quick. And and I think that's like the biggest compliment you can give one, right? Like when you are totally done in there, in normal or savage, doesn't matter, but if you are totally done running normal for your main character, for the gear, you very seldom really, you know, some raids you're just like, if you queue up and you get them, you're like, oh God, I do, should I leave? I really, do I need this this badly? When was the last time I
1: ran this? Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) I don't remember half these mechanics.
1: but this is a raid Dash that, at least monster. right now,
0: and you know, maybe the luster will wear off as the weeks go by, but uh, there hasn't been a single time. Uh, I've run my four every week since it came out for for different gear pieces and stuff like that, and there wasn't a single time where I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that's right, i got to knock that out this week. Granted, we're only two, two and a half weeks in, so rose-colored glasses, but I enjoy the aesthetic enough that I don't think this one's... Like, I'm already looking forward to taking my white mage in there. I just said nice. that my white yeah. mage one. Yeah. White mages having white mages aren't uh, in the best of spots right now to begin hashtag with. As a, white mages. Hashtag <laughs> fix white mages. Two. I don't generally heal raid content. I usually just keep it leveled up for mentor status, uh, and to take friends through through stuff anyway. Um, and my white mage is like twenty percent away from ninety with all the you know five seventy. Uh, pieces just sitting in my bag waiting for it. So we'll, we'll often away we'll go. I have no problems doing that. I, yeah, I enjoy it. I really do. I love Hesperos. I love that fight. I really do. Like I was, I was sitting there calling shit out. I was like, you know what? I go into duty finder and I'm like, whatever. You know, I say hi maybe. And that's it. And I'm just like, let's do this. And if we die and we wipe, I don't care. I'm not the guy that's bitching in chat. But I'm also not like, rah, rah, let's do this in chat either. I'm just like, all right, let's play. Um, but I found myself like, all right, you know, just sitting there <laughs> calling shit out. Like Mr. Raid Leader. I was like, fuck it. You know what? Yeah. Nobody's going to call this out. Four newbies are here. I like this fight enough. I'm going to call it out. Stack center. Get ready for knockback. Stack corner. It's- I was like, yeah, you know what? I like this. I like this place. I, like- I-, I totally want all that glamour. I want all of that. It's gonna cash It's I, gonna catch be cash out. It's up. gonna be, yeah. It's gonna. Yeah. Be. I want to walk around looking like Dracula. This did kind of exacerbate a conversation that, if you're watching Reddit and things like that, though, it's already been going on. This conversation <clears throat> started weeks ago, and it's just kind of been building momentum. And how fast Savage went down. The fact that it is a, a relatively known guild that did WoW raiding. Granted, they weren't like, you know, we're, we're, we're not talking like world first uh, WoW raiders or anything, but they were known for doing WoW raids and things like that prior to Nathria. Thoughts per second. Um, has kind of exacerbated a debate going on now, and I want to get your guys' take on it. In Now that longtime WoW heads... When they first came over to Final Fantasy XIV, they obviously had a game and three expansions to go through. That's a lot of content. Yeah. There's a lot of side stuff to do. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of dungeons. There's a lot of stuff. But now those players are catching up or are caught up, at least MSQ-wise, max level-wise... And kind of finding out what we have always known. That yes, we do get our patches every three to four months. COVID aside with the the expansion launch. uh, Three to four months. But you're going to have two expert dungeons that cycle in and out. You're going to have one active raid series. And if it's the odd patch, you're going to have the alliance raid instead, right? Or the even patch, Mm -hmm. sorry. Um, And that's basically your end game content. Those two dungeons, and whatever the active raid series is, uh, if it's the Alliance raid, there's just the one difficulty. And if it's the eight person raid, you'll have a Savage difficulty. Setting ultimates aside, because they wouldn't have experience with current ultimates right now, because we have no ultimates in Endwalker yet. It's kind of led to some debate on, hey, you know what? Yeah, getting that patch every three, four months is great and all, but Jesus, your end game sucks, 14 players. Your end game's very limited. Your end game is just a smattering of things that you can do if you want to actually progress a character, progress a gear uh, score, You know, get new loot. If you want to go do side stuff or level alts, fine. There's plenty of that shit to do, but if you're not into that, You're just all about playing that one character and building up, building up, building up. You got five, four, five activities to do once you get to endgame and you are at max level and max current eye levels. WoW does this better. WoW does this better, whether that's through its mythic rating system to increase the difficulty, whether that's through its mythic um, uh, process with dungeons, making all dungeons in an expansion always viable for you to be running rather than just the two most recent etc etc I want to get your take first Kronos on uh, how you feel about this whole debate because I know we've touched briefly the three of us on you know not only could they do dungeons themselves better but yeah we don't like being pinned down to just having really two active dungeons going on at any given time so what's your take on the whole debate how do you fix it Where do you go? Should Final Fantasy consider changes? You know, I know none of us have been exactly for the mythic system coming to fourteen, but a way to make older dungeons, you know, at least the current expansion's dungeons, viable throughout the entire expansion for some reason. uh, Should something be done here, or do we just stick to the every three or four months, you'll have two dungeons, and go? So... There's a couple things
2: I want to touch on. So, first, Final Fantasy like end game, it's not really about reaching like it's not really about getting your character power up to like
0: no glamour is the like, true end game. We know, we know. Yeah, <laughs>
2: well, that, so to me, I mean that's true. But uh, but like end game in this game is kind of like what you define it as, like whatever your end game is. Right, like your end game could be Bosja, right? Like, some people might just want to go into Bosja every day and do Bosja and try to level up, try to get all their valors or whatever. Um,
0: the true Savage end game reign- is minions,
2: <laughs> yeah, for it's, you, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're collecting minions, I collect mounts, like, mounts are a big part of my end game for sure. Um, but like, you know, Savage is tuned be proud around. Of me. I picked people. up like
0: six m- mounts this last week, nice, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, catching up. I picked up you'll, like you'll- 12 minions, 12 or 15 minions. So, you
2: got to get the, the new gold cactuar from the treasure map too It's pretty cool uh or you could no. just buy them for like six million yeah no luck so uh, <laughs> but uh no it's it's like it's like savage is tuned around just buying the craft gear day one and going in and, yeah, and kill just kill it like melting the to be, shit out of it and going
0: yeah it's which we're going to talk about craft is kind of getting screwed in this particular patch on, on that in a second
2: yeah so um i think a lot of the people that come from this mindset they're like coming from wow and the, and, and the, another thing too is final fantasy people need to be a little bit better at taking criticism. I feel like a lot of people just want to swoop in to defend the game and that's great. The game is awesome. I love the game. But we should also be able to have like a civil conversation with someone who has something they don't like. And I think that's a big problem that runs and it's a social media problem too, right? Like everybody just wants to attack. But um yeah, it's like I don't really have a problem with how they do stuff and I don't really want So I I, I do think dungeons are definitely a thing they need to, like, figure out in-game. Like, because right now, in-game dungeons are kind of a joke. Um, So if, like, your content is just doing four-man stuff that doesn't really exist in this game unless you just want to run, like, Palace of the Dead and have it on high, and that's old, and it's not even really that hard when you four-man it. So we don't really have any good hard four-man content, and I think that's a super valid criticism Well, and we don't
0: even really have all that interesting Four-person content to do when you are (laughs) at max level. You can queue up for the duty finder and run one of you know dozens and dozens dozens of dungeons, but really, like if you want if you're doing anything where you want tombstones and stuff like that, Tark, you've got to
1: focus on whatever the current two experts are, and there you go. I would say you don't even have to do that. You could do hunts. There's so many different options. Right, yeah, right, right. But I'm saying, if you are stones, a person that like, wants to do that four person content sure.
0: and have it okay. be beneficial to you in some way, it's not like yes, there are dozens of dungeons in the game, but they are not what you're going to go do because they may be the four person content you want, but they provide no more benefit for you to to go run, you know, Stone Vigil or or something like that. Even at uh, level synced uh, levels, it doesn't matter. You know, it's pick two or bust. And there is a, I do enjoy, I, I enjoy the mythic system in World of Warcraft. There are things that I don't like about it, uh, but I do enjoy that when I go into an expansion in World of Warcraft, the dungeons that I'm even running as I level to get to max level, I'm still messing in those dungeons later when I am max level, because there are, this, th- there is the difficulty scaling inside the dungeons that aren't so focused about sinking me down, they sink everything up. And I think that's where Final Fantasy, at least for me personally, has it reversed. I don't like being End. sunk down into content that even after being synced down, all you really did was take away abilities. I'm still overpowered. I'm still overpowered through the sink. I just can't use certain abilities. Rather than focus on, oh, you wanna go run that dungeon as level 80? Go ahead. You wanna go run that le- le- dungeon as level 90? Go ahead. You want to run that as a 60? Oh, you can't because that dungeon didn't exist at level 60. It's only available from 70 through 90. I think this is a, would be a huge system-wide change that they're not going to do, and I accept that, and I'm still willing to play the game, but I'm also willing to sit there, like Chrono said, and hear the gripes and say, mm-hmm. you know what? This is my favorite MMO on the market right now,
1: and I agree with you, and I agree with you, but it's still my favorite right now. Yeah. Uh, and we've gone. How many times have we discussed the dungeons? And that's the, uh, one of the biggest weak points of this game. Yeah. You know, we all love the dungeons um, beyond the tombstones. Like, what is the rewards for doing the dungeon? There's really not. The gear isn't useful for what you're doing it for. Uh, at the time it comes out, it's like a whole tier before. So it's not the gear. Um, tombstones is just the currency, which you can get by other means. So after you're done with the story, it's like you don't really need to do them. And that makes me sad because I love doing dungeons. I love having some difficulty yeah. which isn't really there. So, yes, I for WoW's part, yes, I think they have dungeons on a better track than what Final Fantasy 14 does. I, and I just don't see them you know, making a, a wholesale change uh, yeah, in the I, near future, unfortunately. I, I don't either, but that doesn't mean that
0: you sit there and accept that oh, yeah. it's always going to yeah, yeah, yeah. be that way. I think as a team, they have to be considering other options here. Maybe not mm. something to the extent I'm talking about, Kronos, where it's a full, you know a full revamp of the way you undo in- your entire duty system. I don't think they're going to do that. Maybe in a 14, you know, two, a Final Fantasy 14 2. But if you look, the way Final Fantasy endgame stuff uh and gear goes right now, it is very it is very burning crusade uh in in world of Warcraft where the dungeons drop these pieces and then you can you do these uh, dungeons to get these tokens and you know go get these tier pieces sets they're the justice marks or whatever the hell they were back in the day i don't even remember um it is very burning crusade and i like it i'm okay with it but it it really i i do understand the cries of if you queue as a level 90 there's really only two dungeons that are appropriate for you that's it even if you forget the rewards there's really only two dungeons that are level appropriate and maybe mildly challenging for you we'll set the challenge argument aside because we've beat that uh many episodes so far
2: yeah it's like so the thing is if you're a hardcore player like not even really hardcore if you like hard content in this game you're, you're almost forced to play eight man content that's what they balance around yeah that's, yeah. that's what they kind of throw out there it's hard. they can they, they kind of scale it up, you have like your extremes, you have your normal normals, you have your savages, they don't really have that for dungeons anymore uh, I agree it's like a weakness for sure, but I also am on the side of the fence where I don't, I think a lot of this argument comes from like character power level too like they want to make their characters more powerful by doing these things, and I don't want the raid to be affected like my 8-man raid to be affected by 4-man content, and I think that's the issue they're running into as well, is I think a lot of people are on that side of the fence that are raiders they just want to raid, right? They want to log in, get get their crafted gear, go do their raid, and then do that every week, and then get the gear, probably take a break, come back, right? Yeah. Because that's kind of the way the game's designed. The game wants you the game, unless you play like me and do like everything, <laughs> they they want you to like do what you like, maybe take a break, come back the patch you want to play, and you don't have to worry about feeling like you fall in behind because you can literally go to the market board or you have like a friend that's a crafter and be like, Okay, ready to go again, let's go. You know, like that's how the game is designed to play. And yeah. I think a lot of people miss the point where the, the real grind in this game, if you really want to play this game and dump hours and hours and hours into it, play multiple jobs. Yep. Level yep. all your jobs and try to do all the hardest stuff on all the... That's what I do, right? Like, I, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I've cleared the with my group on Warrior or Paladin or whatever. Now I'm going to go back in and I'll, I'll plug it on White Mage. You know, see the different perspective. That That's the true grind in this game. And you don't have to do that. You can play your one job, but if you play your one job, and and you're done, like you feel like you've done everything, that's kind of by design. Yeah, the game is basically like, hey, you should probably take a break if that's all you want to do. So I do agree they do they need harder four man content or at least more engaging. And something that made.
0: Yoshi P said, hey, you know, in in uh, one of his interviews, I th- I think it might have been Asman Golds. I don't I don't remember it was, off the top it was. of my head where yeah. he leaves, you Know, hey, a lot of particularly North American players are asking for harder four person content. It's it's something we're looking at, but he didn't have anything yeah. to announce. So we'll we'll see where it goes. Let us know what you think about uh, the current end game and honestly the eternal end game of Final Fantasy XIV because it's basically always been this way. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, they they kind of ran into right after Realm Reborn, starting to do hard modes, and then the expert roulette, and then they were like, "No, this is getting way messed up. We're not going to do hard modes anymore. Here's the way it's going to work," and that's really the only change we've had to the system. Uh, Since then. Yoshi P did put up his New Year's greeting letter to everybody. This is a typical yearly occurrence over on the lodestone. You can go check it out. Of course, he talks about uh, COVID-19 impacting the team, remote working, uh, and then talks about uh, a few other things like the cues and, you know, trying to Mm. do what they can there. He does give, as always... A little bit of a, hey, I'm going to tease the hell out of you guys. A, a little little hinted dialogue. So this one says, So wanes the moon before the sun. Its journey ended home at last. So look we now to days ahead, unfettered from our trying past. And honestly, some of these have always hinted at very specific things in the past. I feel like reading through this one a couple of times, uh, Tark, this one's a little vague, uh, more vague I guess than most because it really just points to uh, hey the past doesn't matter everything else is now a new adventure deal with it <laughs>
1: yep. I, and I got that same feeling that it's kind of you know that that's done we have a new dawn you know for the sun home at last you know everyone's back at home from their space adventures and it's just a clean slate you know they're going to do something brand new. They're not uh, tied to any story that was done in 1.0 and, and and what they set in 2.0. It's it's all fresh. It's going to be brand new. And I cannot wait for the next 10 years. It's going to be amazing.
0: He did take the time, Kronos, to reiterate. It's crazy to think that 2022 marks my 12th year at the helm of Final Fantasy fourteen. Hmm. Sometimes I can't help but be amazed that I have got haven't gotten bored with it. But then there's so much more I want to achieve with 14. As I've previously said, I consider it my life's work and I hope to continue developing and growing the game with you all. I don't like the word hope in there, but you know, I understand why he's putting it there. I uh, just kind of reiterating for everybody. I'm not going anywhere. Shut up. I'm not going anywhere. Shut up. I'm not going anywhere. Shut up. Do you believe him?
2: I believe him. I do. Yeah. I, I, I do think there's going to come a point where it's he's probably not going to be there, and yeah. we'll see what happens then. But I, I that might be five years, seven years, who knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, for now, I'm just going to enjoy what we have, and um, hope I, I, I'm hopeful for the next set. I have no idea what the hell they're going to do. I don't think anybody really knows. I know some people saw the picture of this article, or it's like him with the Four Lords, and they're like, Four Lords Ultimate, um, let's go. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, can I
1: get that on a canvas on my wall? I mean, that's that's awesome. Hey, any of you because
0: uh, luckily at least I'm not so far. Any of you suffering from the audio issues that a lot of people seem to be getting in the I, game? I, I did. Did you I did? No. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I had my audio go out several times. It affected my sound driver.
0: And then cool. Sokan had said, you know, hey, we're doing a lot of updating in six oh one on this it's front. Been fine. But it's yeah. It, is it, is it, it still good?
2: they did like a hot fix i think on it like a slight hot fix i haven't had the issue since then the only thing i have now is my direct x crashes every time i exit the game but who cares like i'm already done with the game <laughs> at that point
0: like i don't care if it crashes now are you uh, using the spatial audio or are you just i'm not no, i'm not okay. okay
2: um the only the only thing that kind of sucked was uh probably like after i had already beaten the story my sound would just go out and the only way i could fix it was to restart the game and you know there's a queue so uh, I just played without sound. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't logging back in and waiting two hours to log back in. So. Kronos, are you going
0: yeah, or, uh, to you order your uh, special edition Panasonic wearable immersive gaming speaker system? Try saying that five times real fast, by the way. Developed in I, collaboration with
1: Final Fantasy XIV sound team. I didn't know this was a thing. This looks awesome. I kind of want to get one. For if you myself, guys haven't seen cause...
0: it, I didn't put the picture in in B-roll. It, it looks like an airplane pillow. <laughs> yeah, it looks it like looks an airplane. like one it wraps of those airplane
1: pillows. And and the speakers are basically on your shoulders so you have, you know, basically surround sound. It's like it's putting, putting on putting so... on NFL football shoulder pads with speakers built into them. <laughs> Uh, You know, th- this might be really cool because, you know, I have a TV, but, you know, I-, I don't have like a soundbar surround sound or anything like that. If I could have something that I don't have to use my headphones, I could just sit on my shoulders and give me a good, you know, audio experience. That could be pretty cool. And the fact that it's, you know, 14 branded, you know, thumbs up. I, I'm not I looking don't to get know, this. man. I, like I might get
0: this. I don't know. I'm a huge audio and video file. I mean, just look at the office and look at the setup over there, and then the Blu-ray collection upstairs and shit. We'll do a tour sometime yeah. of all that stuff. Like I'm huge. It's got to be, you know, top of the line. What's this the top point of point? the line. That. Well, it doesn't come out until February, so so we don't we don't I don't I don't have a price not, point. Okay. Yet. Yeah, they don't, I don't have, have, a, have price. a price point yet. Um, February is the release date. February 20... uh just says 2022. No specific date. Um, I don't know. It, I know, yeah, Prismine, it has a mic in it too, but maybe I'll do the show with it. I'll just put it on here. Get this mic aside and we'll just do it with like... You have no, the, you have the, I don't know. I anyways, don't want to suit up to play feedback. my fucking MMO. You know? <laughs> this is like, let's strap in, boys. <laughs> it's time to
1: go. I don't Every know. Time it's a, I think. Not not for when I'm streaming, it would be something that you know, <laughs> yeah. off stream. You people know? were kind of pissed that they were marketing it
0: though while having audio issues. And uh, granted, those yeah, you know it's... people got to understand they're different departments, right, <laughs> that are handling mm-hmm. these things. But still, it does come off as a a bit. Uh, pardon the the pun. Tone deaf uh, that, to be that marketing that. your sound stuff while your sound stuff is causing issues for general players either of you impacted like I, I don't uh, I don't I don't do the the rush crafting I do craft I do goldsmithing make some money doing that getting right side stuff for people uh, but I never partake of the the dot one the uh, the dot oh one speed rush to make your left side <clears throat> stuff for you savage raiders I know there's a lot of money to be made in that uh, if you do it yeah, right and if you do it quickly and a lot of people were prepping for that but apparently these one patterns were substantially easier than what they have been in the past leading to many more crafters including some that might not be as skilled at making these types of items as in, in patches previous were able to make these which flooded the market board more than people were anticipating which means people didn't make as much money as they were anticipating after they had spent all of their money pentamelding their crafting gear and everything to get ready to help you and your teams along, Kronos. Either I of mean, you I, affected I, by this? Did this hit the old I pocket, had, the old gill pocketbook for you?
2: I had my crafters pentamelded. I still made money. <laughs> it's fine. The people that are complaining have to be the people that have, like, capped gill. Like, they don't even <laughs> care. Uh, like, I mean, Painting I, I still made... I still made plenty of money and I still was able to give tips to people that I have that don't even craft and like they were making money just buying like aphorism mats. I will agree it's easier. I can literally oh, craft Oh, it's a lot easier. Newest, yeah. The yeah. newest pots I can craft with a macro in-game with no yep. um, no food, no nothing, just my gear. Oh, wow. And I can guarantee HQ on the newest pots in the game, which uh-huh. I haven't ever been able to do that. I've always had to like eat food and it's usually like a 95% chance or something. Um. So it is easier. It, I think it has to do with the calculations because the there's no the, more the base high quality.
0: Yeah, the stats there's no base for the high... HQs.
2: Yeah, so the HQ, like just having one HQ item for your craft, just like it shoots up. Um. So it's like it's, if you have like one HQ pre-map, it's almost guaranteed pretty easily through a macro that you can make in the game um, to make most of the stuff. So, I mean, and then the ones that have like two or three that you can HQ, like it gets even easier, which is like the most of the gear, like the left side and the right side stuff you can do that for. But like you're still making money off of it. So do you
0: think this is something that's going to just basically correct itself over time then as we get a few patches down the road? Older HQ materials are leached out of the system. You know, the gathering and crafting professions have been changed in 6.0. Is this likely to balance out or is it always going to be this... Yes, it's going to balance out, but it's always going to be this little easier end of the spectrum than it maybe has in patches past.
2: I think it's going to always be easier. I think they might adjust how much HQ you get from just having, like, one item into your recipe. They might adjust that. They might not. But I think the good thing that comes from this, actually, is, like, gatherers are actually making money. Before, dude, you had to have a gatherer and a crafter yeah. to make any kind of money. Gatherers were getting the shaft. and And gatherers are making, like, decent... Like, I have almost everything at 90 now except for like two and and you can make money off pretty much everything right now and that might have to do also with just how many people are playing the game and so there's a lot of people market boarding stuff and leveling stuff up um but we'll see when it kind of like dies down a little bit if that really matters i think right now if you want to craft like it's still i think they're gonna probably they'll bring the expert crafts back for the people that really want the challenge and those are kind of fun actually like i did that toward the end of shadowbreakers they're actually kind of fun but, like, I don't really think that this needs to be that much harder than it already is. People already macroed it anyways. The people that are complaining literally just have, like, two-button macros, and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. 95% chance to HQ. Cool, it HQ, Put it on the market board. Sell it for a million. And now it's, like, instead of a million, you get you got, like, 600K.
0: Yeah. Oh, and sad. it's, like,
2: you still make gill. <laughs> my retainers have more gill <laughs> than me right now. That's how much money I've made, like, the last few days. So I don't the money is there to be made you can make money
1: it's there and me on the other end of it I'm like I'm just thankful that there is all this supply because I dropped 700k on on pots and food for the raids and I'm like man, if this wasn't a a supply issue man I'd be forking out like 2 million to to make sure I was stocked and ready to go so I'm feeling good about it from my end (laughs) Tark's like Tark likes the surplus
0: economy (laughs) I do I do (laughs) All right, let us know what you think. Final Fantasy XIV, Walker, how are you enjoying it? As we uh, start to, I guess, details on 6.1 are right around the corner, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're right around the corner here. Not the patch itself, but details and starting to talk about the right. live letters and stuff right around the corner here. Uh, so hey, well, other things. Letter? I'm sorry,
1: go ahead. When's the next live letter? I
0: didn't announce it yet. Yeah, they I, announced I, it? No, I didn't see an announcement at least okay probably probably around february though yeah probably early feb early feb uh a few things before we wrap it up and i don't want to spend too much time on this next one if we want to (laughs) we can bring this back next show i really wanted to talk about pandemonium and Endgame content today so chat let us know if this is something you want us to talk a little more in depth on let us know in the comments on youtube or over on readycheckradio.com And we will revisit this in more detail next week. But we would be remiss if we did not mention that, uh, yeah, president of Square Enix sent out a Happy New Year letter from the president as well. (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year from Yasuke Matsuda. And along, you know, the same lines as Yoshi P's talking about COVID and remote work and all of this, really spent uh, the bulk of the letter talking about Facebook's conversion to the metaverse, what the metaverse can mean for future development, what blockchain can mean for gaming, what NFTs can mean for gaming, and really spent a good six paragraphs trying to sell this to you. Like, really, really spent this. We had talked in the past, Jens, right, about they had already said in annual disclosures that we're interested, we're investing in... Crypto blockchains and NFTs and, 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 and stuff like that. But that was it. This was a letter directly from the president basically telling you we're doing it. And we're probably going to do it a lot. Because we think pay to earn and whatever the hell you want to call it is is a huge future in gaming. Which immediately drew the ire of many a Squeenix fanboy. It drew the same backlash Ubisoft got from Ubisoft Quartz and from all these other companies that are trying to get into crypto, blockchain, or NFTs, one, the other, or one, the other, or the other, or all three, or whatever. It drew ire, particularly from Final Fantasy Fourteen fans who are in a live service game that it might be very tempting to easily integrate NFTs or blockchain technology into. People not happy.
1: Tark, are you among them? Hell no. This is awful. If they touch 14 with this. I might consider unsubscribing. You're not
0: alone. When you go look at Reddit, lots of comments. Some of them are like, hey, plus, if Final Fantasy, here's on the plus side, if Final Fantasy 14 uh, adds NFTs, I might have a lot more free time on my hands.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: You're not alone. You're not alone, Kronos. I see you over there, just shaking your head as I'm describing what's going on for the viewers. I left your camera up while I was—I th- didn't even go to my solo shot because you were shaking your head so badly. I was worried you might pass out, and I wanted to be able to see you.
2: If they do this to 14, I will have a lot of free time on my hand. A lot of free time. Now, okay, yeah, it's easy
0: to say time. that. Like it's easy and it, it's kitschy and it's cute to say that on the internet and I know. tweet out. You know, if you do that, I'm never coming back to your game. But in the real world, many of those people are still going to play. Many, not all, of course, but many of those yeah. people are and it, so legitimately, you know, setting aside those things, I honestly believe there could be good things that blockchain technology could do for gaming. The problem is we'll never get there. And I've said this on <laughs> other shows, particularly MMO Bomb. The reason we will never get there is because you need a company that actually looks at it through a customer-centric lens, and they won't. They'll always nope. be looking at it through the lens of how they can make money off of it by artificially inflating rarity and things like that. So I think it's interesting the applications it could have in gaming. I don't think we'll ever get there, though. Uh, that's simplifying my view on this, but in the interest of keeping it short, again, if you want us to get more into this, we, we can. Let us know in the comments would you really let's say they added uh i I don't know one nft product in final fantasy 14 it was the only one they added it was a limited time achievement based let's say something i I don't know it put however you want to frame it but that was it they put one in there are you leaving the game chronos because that one is in there probably not yeah if if it was like so there's a line somewhere
2: I I guess what I'm saying is like if it's and I'll I'll keep it short if it's like forced on you in some way in the game and it's like a lot of it like and and not even really a lot a decent amount I would 100% quit but if it's just like some optional thing or something on the store and it's just like a one off or whatever but I just get the feeling they're not gonna do that but I also have a good feeling that Yoshi P will probably not let this happen to 14. Because I mean, you'll get You're going to get a lot of community backlash. But yeah, I mean, I mean you'd be it, dumb it, it, it not really to think
0: you're going to get backlash at this point. Every yeah. company, no matter how they have angled this one, Tark, as soon as they brought it up, their their player bases went apeshit. I think what's most likely going to happen is it's not going to touch 14. I don't, I don't, I'm not I not scared of it touching 14. I think Square is smart enough, not even having to go through Yoshi P, but just smart enough as a, a por- corporate entity to go, that's too big a fan base. We don't even want to moderately play with pissing off a good portion of them. We're getting $15 a month from all of them. Leave them alone. Yeah. And you know what? In our next MMO, in our next live service game, in our Ugh. next this, our next this, we'll put them in there. The things that don't already have established fan bases paying $15 a month, that's where we're gonna see it. I, I'm not all that worried about 14. Is sixteen
1: too far along that they they, they don't put this in
0: there? <laughs> Could you imagine him putting that in seven? I mean, the whole point yeah, the of remake? seven, oh, the whole God. point, the whole allegory of seven is is the corporate monster doing something bad for the environment? <laughs> <laughs> like that is the whole metaphor of final fantasy seven. Yeah. Cloud, cloud selling NFTs.
2: dude. Yeah. yeah. That'd be Pretty funny. That'd be super ironic.
0: You know, and, and NFTs do have that. They're not, they're not uh, all that, you know, ecologically sound and everything no. like that. So, you know, <laughs> it, yeah. Square becomes Shinra, I guess, in that example. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, I don't like it. I really don't like it. I what concerns me the most is how heavy-handed the letter was. Me too. Yeah. Like when you yeah, said, "Hey, we're getting into it. it. We're we may invest in it." I thought and I'd said that on the show is like most companies are. It makes sense that you would look at new technologies and things like that. We'll see how you implement it. When I saw this letter and it was more than just, you know, the second paragraph saying this is what we're going to look into this. It was the entire letter. It was really heavy handed. And yeah, Justin quoting, we know some people like to play games for fun, but wait, what, But what What do you mean? What? But no, that's, what? that's why that's, we play. That's the only reason. I
1: play but games. but <laughs> we
0: feel an opportunity to make more money off of you. That's so it. that's it. Uh, so that's three thumbs <clears> down from <throat> us. All right. Well, we'll get to that in a minute to make it official. Uh, Speaking of other bad decisions Squeenix is making, at least what I think are bad decisions, you can pre-order the Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin Digital Deluxe Edition and other editions. But if you want to, that's great. Because if you do pre-order the Digital Deluxe Edition, you can get three additional missions when the game arrives. Trials of the Dragon Knight, Wanderer of the Rift, and Different Future. We haven't talked about this on this show because we don't talk about Destiny 2 or Bungie on our Relic Grind show. But we certainly have on the Always Online podcast, which is tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern on Friday. Twitch.tv slash MMO Bomb. If Tark's allowed to do it, I'm allowed to do it. Oh, yeah. But they've pulled this shit, too. Where two dungeons are being locked behind a digital version of the game. And here we have three additional missions... Which, granted, this is predominantly a single-player game, right? Yeah, you know, you're going to play through the story by yourself, so you might be thinking, Mike, who cares? Who cares? A digital deluxe edition of the game is, one, more expensive, and two, digital only. And in Mm -hmm. a single-player game, adding missions adds story and content value to my product that I can only get if you force me into this edition and I'm a physical box baby, which means if I want these missions, I'm buying two because I'm going to get the physical edition of the game. That's just the way I do. That's how I do. <laughs> and you gents are the same. What do you think of this, Tark? You tweeted, you were
1: not happy. You were not happy about this one. yeah, what uh, I have it right here. Uh, I put this does not sit right with me. Is this a if Bungie can do it, so can we type of mindset? And it's absolutely poor from a customer service, you know, consumer standpoint. Like, uh, I understand DLC, but locking it behind—it's almost like you know, it's attaching a DLC to an edition. But it's like it's—it just feels so grimy. I don't like it at all, I, and I'm like you. I want a physical copy of most of my games. You can see this wall. I love my physical media. Um, if the servers go down, I can still play my games. So I I think this is But you can pre-order poo-poo. right now from Best Buy and no. get that steelbook.
0: Ooh. But you don't get those missions. I know. Story content. No. Nope. awful about it. Nope. They have to backtrack on this one, right, Kronos? I mean, if you look at the Twitter reply, just the Twitter replies on this post, it was just person after person saying the same things we are. Uh, if we're locking these to pre-orders, it'd be nice if there was at least a physical deluxe edition that came with them. Bad move, to be honest, from Scary Will. Evidence and neglect. I guess it's a pass for me then, just on principle of locking physical editions out of story content. Shame on these anti-consumer practices. I'll play it if it comes to Game Pass. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but that's it. This is as bad as online Pass nonsense I thought we were past. Alpha 3, locking story content out of physical editions is scummy, to put it lightly. I won't be buying digital, and since I'm missing out on substantial parts of the game, whether they are or not doesn't matter uh, to me. Small quest, mm-hmm. big quest, doesn't matter. I don't think I'll buy the physical either. Pretty sad to see something like this done to Final Fantasy over and over and over again, Kronos.
2: I hope they backtrack. Maybe that. Maybe I'm saying, like, maybe this is a little boomer video game opinion or whatever. I just miss when we used to buy a game, and that was the game. You got the game. God, was I miss those was
0: too. Uh, go out on your uh, lawn and yell at the fucking clouds, you uh, old man. I will later, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> uh, but it's... Oh, uh, yeah, it sucks. I hope they backtrack it. And hopefully, at least, maybe you can just, like, upgrade your physical, like, once you put it on your system, and you can, like, upgrade to digital no, for, like, the Digital Deluxe for, like... They're very that, specific. It, yeah.
0: It still they sucks. Were very specific. Yeah. yeah they were very specific saying these will not be made available
1: for purchase elsewhere.
2: It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I hope they backtrack. They have I really to. do.
1: They have to. Yeah. Right, or before... at least uh, uh, an upgrade, you know, you here's your physical. You have your physical. Here's That's an upgrade yeah. path. Yeah. Well, I um, hope that they
2: at least give you that. So it'll
1: be yeah. a DLC at that point then.
2: Yeah. Basically.
1: Okay. So yeah. we have a, before we turn it
0: over to Faye tonight, who we've already delayed a little bit by starting late here. Apologies, Faye. Um, we do have some Square Enix rumors and these come from uh Jordan Midler on Reset Era. Uh and it was published via Video Games Chronicles as well. So Jordan Midler Reset Era, Jordan got some, you know, get some stuff right. This is again they're rumors, but this is somebody that is confirmed. Like they they just literally talked about Ubisoft and Xbox and that a partnership got announced yesterday. So there you go. When it comes to Square Enix, saying it's interesting to see Ubisoft side with Xbox more and more with this gen while Square Enix is firmly in Sony's camp, even beyond what's publicly known. It's a cool move, but I wonder what price we'll be looking for. Talking about Square, they are keen to keep putting everything on PC, even if the ports aren't all that great. See Final (laughs) Fantasy VII. As timed exclusives... Most of Square's stuff will end up on Xbox, but I wouldn't hold out hope for Final Fantasy unless something changes. Sony uh, wants the PlayStation to be the home of Final Fantasy on this gen. Final Fantasy VII was supposed to be on Xbox by now, but here we are. They're doing this deal with uh, Microsoft on Perfect Dark because it's guaranteed money after Avengers flopped. They're far more keen to send off non-Final Fantasy titles to do that kind of thing. It's worth thinking about Square Enix and Final Fantasy Square and everything else as separate beasts at this point. So a lot of Sony and Square Enix are in bed. They've got a lot of titles that you don't know about that are going to be announced soon. TM, who knows when the hell that is. And when it comes to Final Fantasy... Don't expect it on anything but a PlayStation until a timed exclusive lapses and it goes on PC. But if you're waiting for Final Fantasy on Xbox, according to these rumors, you're going to be waiting a long time for anything beyond Final Fantasy 13 at this point, Tark. What do you think? Uh, Title-wise,
1: partnership-wise, where do you think? I think it's all pretty valid. The the way that the sands are coming and the, the the lines in the sands. Um, I I don't like it. I don't like this separation. I think you should be able to play the games where you want to play them, whether that's Xbox, PC, PlayStation. Um, I've never liked the tribalism that this whole thing kind of creates. I get it. It helps drive sales. Sony should just buy square then, you know, just make them first party, uh, part of their subsidiary. Um, (sighs) I love Square, and I, I own a PlayStation 5. That's the ecosystem I'm in. So I'm happy for my part, but I, I wish it was available to more people in a general audience. So I'm with you on that front. It's easy for me in a very blessed position, uh, yeah.
0: which I am, to not care about this, right? Like, I have a PlayStation mm-hmm. 5. I have the Xbox Series X. I have my PC. I have Game Pass. I have PlayStation Plus. I, you know, I, I have bajonga internet like I'm in a very blessed position to be able to do that one financially to buy those things and two to be able to get them at at the stores on launch day when I got them Uh, so I'm not sitting around waiting for a PlayStation 5. So setting that aside, I'm with you. I like when things that I enjoy are available anywhere. So I can say, Faye, have you ever checked that out? Oh, shit, you don't have an Xbox. Oh, here, go go to Steam and get it for Steam. Or uh, boot up your PlayStation, get it from there. you know. And then crossplay just makes that even better, right? Um, yeah. But at least being able to recommend something to Faye and say, oh, yeah, you don't have Xbox? That's cool. It's on PlayStation. Um, and Noob Fridge Troy saying that's pretty harsh for the consumer devil's advocate on this one though if you are a Final Fantasy fan person like those of you watching this show (laughs) didn't you resign yourself years ago to being a Playstation baby when it came to Final Fantasy at this point like how it's been a Playstation thing since, what, 7, basically? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah and 13, yep. you know, That's and some of the
0: of- other ones have finally made their way to Xbox, whether it's digital or, or what, but, like, it's not a surprise to me at this point that they want to try to continue that partnership. It is a partnership that has existed for a very, very long time, whether it was official exclusivity or just timed exclusivity, but... When I, I have never played a Final Fantasy on the Xbox except for Final Fantasy 11. That is the only Final Fantasy I've ever played on a console that was not um, PlayStation after the release of Final Fantasy 7 Chronos. So is this a really yeah. a surprise or an impact no.
1: factor? Surprise? No.
0: No. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like we've been living in this
2: world since like 1997, essentially. <laughs> I, I did. I did play Final Fantasy Thirteen on the Xbox 360, but that's just because I felt like that was the superior console to the PlayStation. 3 yeah, i had already beaten
0: it by then. Yeah, I, mean, um, I had played it on. I it just it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, it's available for Xbox. Oh shit, I didn't even know that. You know, I mean, it's right? Just...
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of how it is now too, right? I feel like it's like, oh, that Final is on Xbox, never even knew. Uh, for me, it's like, yeah, I I do agree with you guys. I'd I'd like everything to be on everything. I'd like everything to have crossplay. I mean, it would be great, but it's probably yeah. just never gonna happen, or at least not anytime soon. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't really say I'm even remotely shocked about it. It feels like it's already been in place for a while. Sometimes you t- they throw Microsoft a bone, like on occasion. That's kind of how it felt raveling. to me.
0: Yeah. So, one last thing, I guess we should mention here is that there's uh, a little bit of bad news on the 16 front. Yeah, sadness. Message from Yoshi P on this one is uh is not good. Basically they lost about six months of dev time, an estimated six months of dev time on Final Fantasy sixteen due to COVID spikes throughout twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty-one. Uh, they've already wanted to do some more reveal of this game by now, but that has been delayed and they are now anticipating by mid-2022. So probably around May, June, July-ish in the summer-ish, seeing the next release of information for Final Fantasy sixteen. So I was hopeful for a 2022 release. I thought we could squeak it in by the end of 2022. I'm a little less confident now. I think that's probably going to be a like a Q1 2023 title, and it's going to have crazy NFTs. You're going to love them. You're going to love them. Let me let yeah. me tell you about all the NFTs. Oh, thank, thanks, Donald Trump. <laughs> They're dude. gonna be amazing. They're gonna be amazing. Yeah, well, I mean Prismind E three is right in that time period, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Spring. Um, although Square may back out of E three entirely and just do its summer showcase instead. So you know, that that's an option there too. So sad news on the sixteen front. Let's slide over and uh, do love it or leave it. Jesus, that was loud in my ear. It didn't look much louder on the on the stream. I hope it wasn't. <sighs> that was really loud in my ear, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> NFTs in Square Enix games. Tark, love it or leave it. Are we in the Oasis? Is this something that's going to be perpetually? Is that we have that kind of ecosystem?
0: Yes. Let me no, let me don't. explain to no you one in seven does. paragraphs why we why we can do this why this is going to yeah, be great.
1: No, we don't have that kind of ecosystem. We I don't. If we had a Square Enix Oasis, I'd be in there all day, every day, ignoring family and friends. You know that's just how I am with Square. Leave it. This is awful. No, Kronos.
2: Yeah, it's terrible.
0: Leave it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave it too. I mean, it's a pretty easy one. Figured the uh-huh. first week back, I'll give you a softball. <laughs> Damina wants me to tell you what I've been spending time in Final Fantasy doing. There were three freaking minions that um, mm. I didn't feel like getting in the last expansion. Well, two in the last expansion and one in the current one uh, that I was like, well, I don't know when I'll get that because I'm not particularly fond of hunts. They're kind of boring. I don't really like hunt training. and So there were three 800 stack of nuts. Uh, minions that I needed to get and I got two of them the past two weeks or past week here and I'm like 400 out of the 800 I need for the third one but uh, she just wants me to let you know that I've been farming up sacks of nuts that's cute Yep. yeah And I she, love that joke. Nice stream. Yeah, she's very upset. Like she had no idea when she was I walked out the smoke. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, oh, "I'm farming sacks of nuts." Like not not even <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that like she's going to have no concept of what I'm talking about. I was like, oh, "I'm fine. I'm in 14. I'm farming up sacks and nuts." And then I explained it to her and she's like, "Please tell me that you trade them into the nut vendor." <laughs> like, you do. No. Yeah. No, they're they're called guild hunt rewards or guild hunt expedition Vendor or whatever. The clan,
1: clan nutsy. Yeah, clan yeah. nutsy. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted it to be called the nutsack vendor, but it's it's not. It's <laughs> when, not. when I'm streaming on doing hunts, I'm like, I I put emphasis on I need to go get my sex and uh! yeah. Do you still need them? What do you What are you farming them for? Uh, I gotta get that mount. I, oh yeah, I don't care about the mount. Other than that, uh, I, I figure it's a good way to get materials. <laughs> that, that mount can lick my nutsack.
0: Um. <laughs> But it's a great show. Oh, oh, it's a good great times. show. We keep it classy here on Ready Check Radio. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> Chat, don't go anywhere. Up next, after being 25 minutes delayed, we're so sorry. So sorry. Ms. Faye Death, how are you, Faye?
2: You're good. I'm well. Happy New Year, Faye. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Good to be back.
0: Did, did Santa bring you everything you wanted? Uh, brought me a lot of good stuff. Stuff that I didn't even know I wanted. I got a little mini drone, and it has uh, this feature where it like reads hand signals. So to start it, you can just like toss it up in the air, and then you can. I haven't
2: played with it a lot though because the interns eat it. The eldest intern tried to eat it the first time I tried to use it. Oh, nice, nice,
0: nice. What are we playing today?
2: Okay, so I'm going to try to start off the New Year strong by finishing last year and hopefully finally uh, get through this alien situation. Alien
0: isolation. you got
1: to be near the end, right? I
0: have to. Like, this game is, I know it's, like, longer, but it can't be that long. I have to be closed. I have to
1: be. Once you finish, though, you have New Game Plus, so you got to finish that, too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Chat, don't go anywhere.
0: We'll go dark for about 15 seconds when we're done here. Relabel everything. Get a new VOD up for Death and the Aliens of the Isolated Variety. Uh, We'll be back, of course, next Thursday with another episode of The Relic Grind. Don't forget, though, we will be live tomorrow. Twitch.tv slash MMO Bomb. 1 p.m. Eastern for the always online multiplayer gaming podcast. We've got a ton of great stuff there, including us making our 2022 gaming predictions sure to absolutely backfire and then we'll be right back here saturday with gaming gumbo at 7 p.m eastern oh i do want to plug my my boy's thing uh this is this isn't mine but this is this is a friend and uh i'm loving here hold on hold on Mm -hmm. you you think i would have been better prepared (laughs) you shut your mouth (laughs) i'm gonna give you my sharona um my boy, Eric my Taylor, my corona. check out uh, Twitter at MMobuds, M-M-O-Buds, B-U-D-S, starting a community there for just people that love MMOs and social aspects of gaming, looking for, you know, focus on bringing people together uh, to to play different games like that. So M-M-O-Bud on Twitter, and uh, you'll find the Discord and, and everything through there. Uh, so if you like social gaming. Take a look. We'll be back next Thursday. Until then, Kronos, where can, uh, where can everybody find you?
2: Oh, uh, yes. It was always Twitter. Uh, I'm going to continue into the new year to complain about everything on there and uh, probably about right. talk about how White Mage is terrible. So if you want that kind of content, you know, follow me on there.
1: <laughs> Tark I didn't even get any love with the patch. It's sad. No. Tark? Uh, you can follow me at Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming. Uh tonight we're going back to savage uh monday through friday leveling up content trying to get to omni 90 got like 499 levels to get so there's a lot to do i'm mike Byrne. you can follow me personally right there at magic man one but more importantly follow at
0: rc radio so you'll know every time we go live with one of our podcasts or one of our volunteer streamers who i love very much or some final fantasy tcg until next time gang stay safe we'll see you on the servers be careful farming up those sacks
1: Next.